The Business Owners Podcast is brought to you by Business, Business, Business and Enova Group with your hosts, Linda Reed Enova and Clive Enova. In each episode, we talk to other business owners about their experiences, challenges and successes. We'll also share tips and advice on how to grow your business and achieve your goals. If you're a business owner or you're thinking about starting a business, then the Business Owners Podcast is for you. Business Owners Podcast. My name is Linda Reed Enova, Ideas and Marketing Strategist, and along with business strategist Clive Enova, I am your host for this podcast. I'm very excited today to be joined by Charlotte Pete who is a fellow runner and creative director. So I love talking to creatives. So let's delve in and get to know a little bit about Charlotte in this story behind The Business Owner. Hello, my name is Charlotte and I am the creative director of Finer Things Editorial. I am very excited to be here speaking alongside lots of other fantastic business owners on The Business Owners Podcast I have been content writing for as long as I can remember, not because I chose to start content writing, but because it kind of picked me. My first role was as a nine to five digital marketer, and I did lots of different content marketing tasks. But blogging was my favorite, and there were various businesses kind of coming to me outside of my work and asking for help with their blogs. And I was absolutely loving doing that kind of work. But I didn't have the time or the energy to be doing my full-time job, which was already kind of more than full-time hours, and then helping these other businesses outside of that. So I quit my staple job and I went self-employed as a freelancer writing content for businesses of all kinds. And then I niched down. I niched down only this year to focus specifically on the businesses that I feel really align with Finer Things Editorial. So those are businesses in the wellness space, or we say businesses that support others, whether that's on a physical, emotional, spiritual or business level. Um, Those are the businesses that we absolutely love writing for. So that is me and I have a wonderful full-time writer, Lou, and together obviously our capacity has doubled. So we're now welcoming many more businesses in the wellness space and helping them really know who they are because it's not just about writing content for your website and for your blog, but it's really pinning down who our clients are, what their missions are, who they want to work with, just making them as authentically them as possible in their online content. Because it can be quite hard to articulate yourself when you're writing. It's very different to when you're talking to make sure that we're creating the kind of content that resonates with their ideal clients. Charlotte, thank you so much for sharing that story of your business journey with us. It has been nice to hear how you grow, how you are able to increase your capacity. And you and I have very similar thoughts when it comes to speaking to the right people and articulating ourselves when it comes to copywriting. We like to start the Business Owners Podcast with a few key questions that allow us to get to know you and your business journey. Is it coffee, tea, or something else? Are you an early bird or a night owl, or can you do a little bit of both? What book are you currently reading and why can't you put it down? And what is one word to describe your journey so far? Coffee or tea, uh, neither. It's got to be a hot chocolate. It's okay, so it's not the healthiest drink ever. But if I am having a treat, then I think hot chocolate really fuels my creativity. And I absolutely love one, especially if it's got a little bit of Baileys in, which is the only alcohol that I would really go for. But a Baileys hot chocolate is unbeatable. 
early bird or night owl? No, in the mint neither. Again, I'm answering these questions so on the fence. I like to have a really nice set routine. So I, I like to have a little bit of morning time to myself and I like to have night time to myself and I'll work in the middle and I like a nice gap either side. Uh, and I'm very set about those hours to try and keep my personal life separate from my work life. Book that I'm currently reading. I am currently reading The Collected Stories by Laurie Moore. I love a short story. Actually, I do some short story writing as well, but especially short stories like Laurie's that take the domestic and put an unfamiliar slant on them. Those are my absolute favourites, the stories that give you a whole new perspective on the everyday. And one word to describe my journey so far, that word to describe my journey would be creative. We're always learning and I feel like I'm learning more every day about running a business about marketing, about what makes really good online content. But it, it's all about learning in creative ways and engaging with others and finding new resources and new mediums to learn. And that's what really keeps me motivated is that creative process of always learning. Chocolate. I love it, Charlotte. I really love it. And yes, I do like a Bailey's hot chocolate too myself. I love that you describe your journey as creative and I'm with you on the set routine as much as we possibly can within business. Now it's time for us to hear a little bit about your journeys. How did you get started in your profession or your field? Was it something that you first started in? Was it something that maybe you fell into? Tell us a little bit of behind that story. I fell into the marketing industry just because of where I live. So I had done my degree in English. I was pursuing a master's degree in creative writing. And I knew I wanted some kind of creative writing related job. I thought in fiction initially, but none of those jobs were local to me. They were all in London because I'm in the UK. But I live in a village in Shropshire where there is very little happening career-wise, but even in wider Shropshire, the industry or the industries that I was interested in weren't really prominent in the area. Was there any defining moments within your journey? What was the moment that, you know, was clear to you that this was the thing that was going to work for you or wasn't going to work for you? And just explain that a little bit along the way for us. And have there been any influential figures in your life or career so far that have got you to this stage? So I took a job in marketing, which was something that I was interested in, but I didn't know at the time it would be something I would want to pursue further. Um, and that was marketing for the construction industry, which wasn't necessarily a niche that I was particularly knowledgeable about. And when I went self-employed from there and started writing for different businesses, I did love that I was learning about all kinds of industries. But I wasn't really sure whether I wanted to niche down further than that. I didn't know if there was an area that felt right to me. But as time went on and I started exploring various well-being practices and I employed somebody who is very focused on well-being practices. Actually, she's a fully qualified fitness instructor. And as I started working with business coaches, I have a business coach, Lisa, who helped me. And I've also done programs from Maria Went and Amy Porterfield. And doing these courses and doing business coaching and really focusing more intuitively on who I am led me to decide that... I was going to niche down. I was going to support those businesses that help others in various forms of wellness. And even though I've been self-employed for a few years since 2018, it has only been this year that I made that decision 
and really came to a point where I felt comfortable with niching down and um, quite a late defining moment really to find your audience but I think it's never too late to make decisions like that and pivot. So in the Business Owners podcast we like to ask our guests two questions. One is how do you balance your personal life and your business and the next one is can you share with us a challenge you have faced and how you've overcome it so that it might help others listening to the Business Owners podcast? Balancing your personal life and your business life is so, so hard when you run your own business because you care so much about your business that switching off from it can be very difficult. It is something that I struggle with all the time. The best way that I can balance my personal life and my business life is to lay really clear boundaries around my hours. So I know a lot of self-employed people, one of the benefits they enjoy is that they can work when they want. So they'll say, well, if I want to take a break on a Tuesday, I will. I'm quite envious of those people who have this flexibility because I just can't, I can't work that way. The only way I can balance my personal life and my business life is to set quite specific hours. So I work between half-ish, between half past eight and six, give or take, every day. And I don't work before that and I don't work after that. And I have my email notifications turned off on my phone after those hours. I have them turned off at weekends and it, it kind of pushes me to create that boundary that said it's not as simple as me setting that boundary because of course other people have expectations around your business hours as well so I get a lot of oh you're self-employed in that case people tell me you can take time off here to do this with me I I get things like you can come for lunch with me on this day and I think oh no because if I go for lunch with you on that day I'm going to have to stop working lose my flow lose what I'm thinking about and it won't just be an hour for lunch because we'll get talking and we'll end up talking for a while and I, I live in a remote area so it's gonna the time to drive in and out is gonna take more time out of my day and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna have to make that time up in the evening and then I'm gonna feel a bit rubbish because I don't want to work in the evening so the even bigger challenge has been setting boundaries with other people and there was one time where I really really laid a boundary with someone else and it made me feel so uncomfortable because I am terrible at setting boundaries with other people but I did do it and it did work and it was one of these situations where somebody else felt that because I run my own business and I'm self-employed that they could decide when I was or wasn't going to be free. So this friend came round to the house, him turned up out of the blue and they knocked on the door and I answered the door and they said, oh, I've just come round for a coffee. And it was quite a stressful day anyway. I had a lot going on and I had deadlines. I had to meet by five o'clock and I knew that if they came in for a coffee, I was never going to hit these deadlines. I said, no, I'm sorry. I said, I'm working at the moment. I'm working till five o'clock today and then I can talk to you then. And they said, well, no, I'm not free. I'm not free this evening. I'm free now. And I said, well, in that case, I want you to text me the days that you are free and the times that you are free and we will meet up at a time that is good for us both. Now, this person is also friends with my husband. So they were calling up the stairs, come down, your wife won't let me in. Oh, it was so difficult. But do you know what? This wasn't the first time they had done that and they haven't done it since. So even though I feel uncomfortable throwing someone out of the house and saying, no, I'm not talking to you now, it was an important boundary to lay. And I think a lot of people who aren't self-employed might not understand necessarily that you're not always free to drop everything to talk to them when it suits them. 
or niche that down to where you feel comfortable. And I know throughout our journey here, we've gone through the same thing. And I know it's very important about creating those boundaries. So knowing who we work for, knowing when we work, they're all really, really important things when it comes to business. And I'm so glad that you found those throughout your journey. The future of business is always changing. So it's an important question that we ask you in the Business Owners Podcast about the future of your industry. So how do you want to shape the future and the profession of your field? Niching down was what really led me to focus on how I want to shape the future of the content writing industry. And that is because I feel so strongly about working with businesses that help others, that in creating the content for those businesses, what I want to do is create the content that helps businesses that help others actually reach their ideal clientele, grow the small businesses that are making an impact so they can have even more of an impact. I think that really is the aim for Finding Things Editorial. Are there any dream projects or collaborations that you wish to pursue within your field? And what advice would you give to someone else starting out in this domain? Because they are the future of our industries and it's important as business owners we encourage and we support them along the journey. In terms of dream projects or collaborations I'd like to pursue, it's not about collaborating with somebody in particular, but collaborating with any business that brings good to others would be hugely motivating for me. I do like to feel that I am creating content for businesses that are making a difference so that I can help them make a difference too. And then advice to give to somebody who is starting out in this domain. Yes, I would say don't jump in too quickly. There are an awful lot of content writers out there who aren't necessarily qualified or experienced, but because they know how to write sentences, they think they can jump in and just start offering services. And it's not to say that they're not or they won't be good content writers, but it is to say that there is more to writing than just knowing literally how to put words on a page. So I would say study branding, study marketing, study editorial excellence. And once you've got that practice in, you'll be much better placed to work as a content writer and SEO as well. There are an awful lot of writers who don't know SEO, but the world is so digital now that if you're writing content that you're not optimising for Google, then it almost becomes pointless because it doesn't matter how good the writing is if Google isn't going to be able to show it up for the right people. So I, I would even say now that learning how to write without learning SEO is a little bit redundant. So it does take more experience and or qualifications than some people realise. That would be my advice. Don't jump in too quickly. Do the training first. Charlotte, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the Business Owners Podcast and getting to learn about your business journey along the way. I 100% agree with you. It takes more about experience rather than qualifications that people realize. In my time, I don't think anyone's ever asked me for my degree. And like you, I fell into this career of marketing while I was studying teaching and then went on to learn more along that journey. I agree that as marketers, we need to study, but also as business owners, we need to study what our marketing is so that we know what we need to know when we're creating it out there. If you're a health and wellness business owner and you're looking to market your business, why don't you touch base and reach out with Charlotte and get to know a little bit more about her and follow and connect with her. Thank you for having me. You can find me at finerthingseditorial.co.uk. 
And on our website, you will find our monthly blog package, which is an all-encompassing, everything you could possibly want and more blog plan. If you are a business owner who helps others, whether on a physical, spiritual, emotional or business-led level, then we would love to offer you £50 per month off that package. You can jump onto the contact page, drop us a message, let us know you've listened to this podcast and we'll apply that discount for you. Charlotte, what a generous offer you have made to our Business Owners podcast listeners. Thank you again for being on the podcast. Until next time, guys, keep businessing, keep listening, and we look forward to sharing more stories and tips with you in the Business Owners podcast. Thanks for listening to the Business Owners podcast. We encourage you to connect with us on social media and join our community of business owners at businessbusinessbusiness.com.au.